Hello, friends. Welcome to the Yes You Can podcast. My name is Hannah and I am your host. As always, I hope you're having a beautiful day. I'm really excited to talk to you all, whoever's listening out there at this point, because I am in the middle of a launch. I just welcomed and invited a whole bunch of you into my free webinar, Your Five Keys to Fitness Instructor Mastery. Now, this is my celebration, my sort of offering to the world as I'm about to open doors for Instructor Magic, which is my six-week signature coaching program for new, aspiring, and honestly, even veteran instructors who want to level up, fill classes, and change lives. It's pretty special because it's going to be the last time that I offer this program in 2021. And it's changed a lot since I first did it in March. We've grown. I've taught more than 70 instructors. I'm literally about to finish recording this episode and jump onto a one-on-one call with one of them who is in the U S and I've been involved in the journeys of, of instructors, spin instructors, yoga instructors, mostly spin instructors, but all different kinds from around the world as they try and master their craft. I've added modules like mastering your domain, how to get energy from your class right away, how to build followings, how to literally create reels that can go viral while communicating your message, how to deepen relationship in the DMs, how to teach virtually. I mean, honestly, these, this course is something I'm really, really proud of, and I'm really excited to welcome the third round. So that's my little spiel right off the top, because we are talking about instructor resources today, and we're going to talk about those five keys kind of as a precursor to my webinar. Now, I know that a lot of you will listen to this podcast when this isn't live, when the webinar is not happening. So know that this advice and this information will be evergreen while the links may not be (laughs) currently or any longer. But I hope regardless of what time you're listening to it, it inspires you a little bit in your instructor journey, whether you're just starting out or are a seasoned pro looking to tap into your own magic a little bit. So let's get right into it. Five keys to leveling up as a fit pro. Number one is mindset. This is such an interesting buzzword and I almost hate to use it because it just sounds like manifestation and kind of this woo woo stuff. But I did a whole episode on visualization that I hope you've listened to already. It was kind of on the lead up to the round two of instructor magic. And I have a visualization exercise in there that I've, I've actually extrapolated and created as like a separate audio file for new instructors and aspiring ones to listen to on their way to the podium because mindset and visualization go hand in hand. I talk about this all the time in my rides, trying to inspire riders as I'm giving them a sneak peek or trying to create a sense of awareness and environment and and concept for them to think about of their future self, the person who is achieving the dream that they have currently on their heart and their mind. I'm trying to paint a picture of what that feels like and ask them to actually go into that headspace. And it's not so different being an instructor. In fact, it's not different at all. It's just more specific for those of you who are aspiring to get onto the podium. I have a whole training on this and podium prep again, but for the Coles notes are, I need you to start thinking about it as if it's a sure thing, because just because it just because you might've had a failed audition and we all have, it does not mean that you're not going to be up on the podium. You have to start to sort of expect these 
setbacks while anticipating at the same time, success is a given for you. Now, the second part to mindset, especially for those of you who are currently teaching is, and you want to level up and that's the whole, that's the whole theme here. And the theme of instructor magic is if you want to level up, you have to start taking yourself seriously. Like you have got to start taking yourself seriously. I cannot iterate this enough or underscore it enough or emphasize it enough. And this is another thing that is a parallel to the rest of your life. If you want to be the best at something, you have to start taking yourself seriously, even if other people are not taking you as seriously. An example of this would be like, maybe you were into something as a kid and you were getting more serious about your hobby. And at that time, your parents or whoever your, your caregivers might not have understood just how into this thing you were or the potential for it, or where you could go with it or the tournament thinking about sports, if you're playing sports or if you, even if you were a gamer, they just didn't get it right. They just did not get it. So you had to advocate for yourself and for this thing that you loved to your support community, to the people around you so that they would come alongside you. Now that was even more important as a kid because you know, they might've they might have been the ride to get to this sporting event, or they may have been the person who was investing in this thing for you. But sometimes convincing yourself to take yourself seriously can be just as hard as that. There's something about a fearlessness of a child that we lose as we become an adult. We start to question ourselves, question our own worth. And we, we constantly ask ourselves the question of who am I to be doing this amazing thing? Who am I to be the person who's aspiring, not just to lead classes, but to lead classes that leave people feeling something, feeling changed, feeling excited to get on with their day. And like, wow, I am feeling something super impactful with a lot of depth that I never would have expected to get out of a spin class. Who am I? You might be asking yourself, who am I to be the person who's aspiring to weightless level success? That feels a little egotistical and narcissistic to be caring about my numbers. When in actuality, the numbers are going to tell you the feedback you might not be getting from your studio, from riders or from other coaches. The numbers will help you discern what's working and what's not working. And when you have consistent weightless, obviously something is working, right? So mindset starts with you taking yourself seriously. Now, of course, that could mean investing in a course. It could mean investing in a coach. It could mean getting a mentor. And if that's the case, then I'm here, right? I, this is why I created instructor magic, but it also could mean just seeking out information, like trying to get that feedback. I just talked about finding a community of instructors. I'm into the corporate world. I work a full-time job. Um, and I'm not saying that because I think it's better than than teaching full-time. I'm trying to draw the comparison of professional development. There's resources in corporations and companies to invest in professional development for their employees, for their leaders, because they know that that return is going to be exponential but there's something about teaching spin or teaching a fitness class where there's just been this lacking of professional development. And once we get to the podium, it's sort of like, okay, figure it out for yourself, take other classes. And that's great. But there's so many more resources out there that you could be tapping into, even if it's just surveying your riders about what they love about your rides. 
Starting to take ownership of your journey will help you grow and help that return on investment come back twofold so that the goals that you have of maybe getting to consistent wait lists, maybe it's even a little less tangible than that. And it's just having a feeling of consistent confidence and no self-doubt or anxiety as you get up to the podium. Maybe it's just that for me, that was one of my goals to get to a point where the podium felt like my second home. And I am a hundred percent there. I feel like I can step onto it at any point and know that I, even if I'm not, even if I'm at my worst, I will still deliver something that is, uh, is worthwhile for at least one rider in the room. Number two, musicality. This relates to creating an experience for each class. It's not just about playlist development. It's about strategic playlist development. This means looking at your audience, similar to how you would as a marketer, and we'll get to that part, but looking at each ride or each class almost as a concert. I talk about this in my five keys webinar. Um, and I, I hope you're going to be attending, or if you're listening to this afterwards, you have attended but it's curating an experience based on the people who are there. So if I were to put this into practice and give you an example is creating a class playlist based on the riders who are attending that day and based on the time of day, the day, the season, all of that stuff, thinking really clearly about that one ride on its own in a silo and and developing an experience from the lighting to the playlisting, to the types of remixes, to the types of non-remixes and mashups based on what those people need that day. I would love to spend more time on this, but we're going to keep going because I want this to be a super quick, quick win for you all. And I obviously go way more into this in my webinar. Three, coaching. This is a huge area of development that I see the best instructors that ones that I respect the most being exceptional at and the ones that I've coached knowing that this is an area that they didn't even really realize was something that was so key to their development. So it is being specific, intentional, authentic, unique, strategic in both how you ask for the effort and how you inspire. Now I would probably say the inspiration can come a little bit more in the motivation, but I would also define motivation as being more of the feels, more of the storytelling. Coaching is really asking for effort, cueing, describing your positioning, both in form and choreography, and leaning into unique ways and new ways of asking for something. We often do this thing where we repeat these words over and over again without even realizing it. And it can get to the point where people who are listening to us just start to drown us out. We say the same things over and over again, whether it's an affirmation. So whether it's cheering somebody on and saying, hell yeah, or whatever your go-to sort of sentences, or it could be even something the way you describe a movement. And you obviously want to be consistent, but there's a point where it sounds like you just have five to 10 words in your vocabulary and People's just, they're not curious anymore. They're not engaged or interested in what you have to say. So writing down different ways of saying what you're, what you mean, and then actually trying to find different ways to even describe what you mean using different words at the basic level, if you really need it, which I have done a hundred percent is go to the synonym finder on Google and literally be like, 
what is another way of saying this word that I have not thought about? And you can use that word to drive your messaging for the entire ride. You can say, I'm, you can weave it into what you've already saying because it's really just another way of describing it, but it might be another way of describing it that appeals to a new person that gets them to lift up their head and say, Oh, okay. Now I know what she means by this. Now I know what she means by resistance because we're explaining it. We're quantifying it. We're getting deeper in that definition of, of what she's asking for. So now I understand the level of effort I'm supposed to be giving her right now. Coaching is so key to keeping your room together too. When you're an exceptional coach, that's when the magic starts to happen. When you have new riders, you have veteran riders, you have people from all different kinds of walks of life and abilities, and you're able to communicate to them all. I am super passionate about it. And it's why I added an entire module on it in instructor magic for motivation, finding your unique and authentic approach to motivation will inspire your riders to be their own best selves, period. Soul shaking motivation has got to be your own and come from a place of power. That's the scars, not wounds thing I've talked about before. When you inspire and motivate like this, it's what sets words on fire, inspires and makes an amazing impact in the people's lives who are in your ride or in your class. Now there's so many different techniques about motivation and I've, I've dipped into them a few times here. And again, I sound like a broken record. I talk about an exact script, an exact way to find new inspiration for your motivation in my webinar. And then we get really deep into the psychology behind it into instructor magic. We get really into different text techniques and strategies and approaches to motivation, but they're all rooted in your own story. Something I find a lot of instructors do when they're new is they want to draw on what works. And that's amazing, right? You, you look at other instructors who are doing something that you respect. And so you want to take it and adopt it, make it your own. But sometimes that can literally be just a regurgitation or a copy and paste. And honestly, that's a, that's like, that's kind of edging on plagiarism really. And it's not great. It's not great for multiple reasons, but one of the most important reasons is it's not your story. So you can't, you're only going to be scratching the surface with, with what that story or what that piece of inspiration or motivation actually is meaning because it didn't happen to you. You might also feel like motivating is talking about what's happened to you in that moment, how you're feeling in that moment. And that's not quite it either. Something I talk about a lot in my programs is that when you start to do that, you shift the focus from the room onto you instead of the rider or instead of the client, you start to get them thinking about your story and not just, and not like in the way that it relates to them and inspires them, but gets them involved in the intricacies of what's happening to you, which takes the focus off of them. And it's really this experience is for them. So when we motivate and when we are vulnerable with our stories, we do so from a place of power, meaning you're motivating from scars, not wounds. So you might still feel something about that situation. You might never stop feeling something about that situation, but you're doing so from a place of being on the other side of it and not being in the middle of it because you cannot help anybody. If you're still healing yourself, motivation also needs to come from new stories. So you might feel like you've got something, you've had an amazing story that you've been telling or amazing piece of motivation that goes along with the track, 
but then you kind of plateaued and you've really haven't been able to draw on another experience. And you're like, well, how do I tell this experience differently? Because I've been doing it this one way. So finding different ways to describe it is just like the coaching example I gave about maybe finding synonyms, maybe writing the story down from a different perspective. Now that you've been a few years out of it, maybe writing the transformation and describe, just focusing on the transformation that you experienced, maybe focusing on one point in that journey instead of the entire thing. There's so many different ways you can approach that storytelling piece so that you make sure that you are leveling up your current approach to motivation, not just trying to find new, new stuff, new material, but actually changing how you're speaking about that one thing that's already been working for you. Number five, marketing. Oh, this is one I'm so passionate about. If you're listening to this podcast, there's a good chance that you already know me, but in addition to having a career as a spin instructor and online business coach now for spin instructors, I've been in communications and marketing for the last 12 years. I've run national marketing campaigns for professional sports teams. I've won awards in this area. I know what I'm talking about. And yet things change all the time. I wasn't taught about reels in my post bachelor's communications degree or in my master's degree because they didn't exist. TikTok wasn't around at that time. The three degrees that I have are really only like made to be relevant by the fact that I'm obsessed with how storytelling is consistently changing through the marketing tools we have. And the best news about this is that it's never been more accessible to a person to promote themselves, promote their classes, promote their offerings online. Instagram is free. TikTok is free. Many email lists are free. It does not cost that much to do a website, but that's even like five steps ahead of where we will be talking right now. I just want you to focus on understanding that it's okay to invite people to your rides, to promote your rides to celebrate your rides and not just from a rider's perspective, but from your own and say, I'm really proud of this because this was a special ride because I love this because, and you get into it, but in doing so you're going to invite people into why you are an exceptional coach, why you're the instructor for them. And that tells a much better story than if they're just to see your schedule or you posting your schedule. So number one, posting your schedule is great, but if you don't talk about your why for teaching, if you don't introduce yourself and are very visible on your stories, on reels, in your feed, I'm talking specifically about Instagram right now, people won't know who you are. And if the only way that they can get to know you is by coming to your rides, you're doing a disservice to all the future people or all the potential people who might be visiting from out of town and are popping into your studio and they look at social media handles from your studio, or they like start to go down this thing, which is what I do when I visit a new, new town or state or province or whatever. I go to somebody's social media and I see what they're about. Like that's how I do my research because I have a limited amount of time and I want to make sure I have a great class. If I don't see anything and then I see another instructor who's sharing their story, who talks about fitness in the same way that I would, or has an approach similar to mine where we're not talking about counting calories and we're talking about body inclusivity, like 
that I will choose that instructor who I, who resonates with me based on what they're sharing. It could even just be the aesthetic of what they're sharing, but I'll still gravitate towards that person. Another way that you can market yourself is by exemplifying who you are and your interests through class themes. You can do class themes like ride and rejuvenate, which is one from, um, Alex and Regina who did a fantastic job introducing a new kind of ride that was a lot calmer and just a different approach to, to spin. I did a version of this in Winnipeg as well on wheelhouse live. I also do a lot of themes that reflect my interest in hip hop as a genre, EDM throwback tracks. Um, from my DJ days, I absolutely loved nineties, two thousands hip hop. That's like my, that's my sort of niche, but I also love a lot of other kinds of, um, of like stadium type bands like Coldplay. So I'll do Coldplay versus the world or whatever. It's not only telling the world who you are and what you stand for and what you're interested in, but it's also differentiating yourself on the schedule. So there's the things, these like little tactics and little approaches and little strategies that are constantly going to allow you to level up, fill classes and change lives. And that's what we're in this game for. This is what we're in this industry for, right? There's all these tools that exist out there for you. And it definitely starts with your mindset of taking yourself seriously. But then we have these amazing areas of coaching, of motivation, of musicality, which includes honestly voice and presence in there too, which is another module in instructor magic and leads into marketing, which is really just communicating to the world who you are in all these areas and why they might be a good fit for your rides. Also, uh, the final thing I'll leave you with is marketing could be the difference between you being able to pursue this as more than a side hustle. Um, I know that there's a lot of instructors who desire a world of freedom where they're not doing the corporate nine to five and they instead can teach all the time, or maybe they can teach at different studios, or maybe they can introduce an online program, marketing yourself and investing some time into social media and developing your brand and all of that sort of stuff can lead to affiliate deals, can lead to opportunities that you didn't even know were already percolating for you. We're already in the works. We're already perfect for you. All you have to do is be brave enough to show up and step into that light that I know you have. So team, this is my overview of your five keys to fitness instructor mastery. As I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, my webinars are open for registration right now. That is September 21st, 2021 at 7 PM central time and September 26th, the same one, but probably a few different things at 7 PM. That's a Sunday registration is free and involves a Q and a with me. And of course I am tying this into instructor magic for, so for those of you instructor magic's launch for the round three. So if you attend the webinar, you get an exclusive bonus and you know, I, I would wanted to address like how these launches go. I've found that when I can have a touch point with a person through a webinar or through a DM or some kind of back and forth, I get a sense of whether they're right for the program. I want to be clear that I, I love what I do. I take it very seriously and I have a lot of free resources and that might be where you're at. You might just be able to attend the webinar and that's completely fine, but there's an energetic exchange when somebody 
registers for something, shows up, and then decides to invest in themselves, taking themselves seriously in their professional development and wants to speed up that process. And I invest back in them. I am so excited about the journeys of the people that I've been able to coach so far. I know Jeanette just, just had her second or was just called back for an audition. She was not on the podium yet. She was in round one of instructor magic. And this has been a long journey for her. I've been coaching her, meeting with her, giving her feedback on her playlist. And she just got a call back for the second round of auditions in New York. I know other wins like first wait lists where my friend Spencer in Denver was at one studio made a difficult decision to go to another studio. And I remember his first class, I sent him flowers to his studio because I was so excited for him and I wish I could have been there. And then to see his first wait lists, like there's this relationship that we develop as your coach. And I know that other courses are much more self-paced. Podium prep is like that. It's a self-paced program that gets you ready for instructor magic. So if you're not teaching yet, you can feel confident about the foundational principles going into it. But there's this like, I just can't hold back as a, as a coach. I can't hold myself back from being really invested in your journey as an instructor. And I love seeing wins with marketing. I love seeing your Instagram bios getting cleaned up and reels getting produced and all of this sort of stuff. So that's why I launch like this. That's why I start with the webinar. I want you to get to know who I am as a coach and my approach and the things that matter to me. If you're somebody who's really focused on like coaching others to wait, to do weight loss, we're probably not going to be the best fit just because that's not something I talk about. And I would never include that in my curriculum. Right. But if you're somebody who wants to motivate like me, if you're somebody who really enjoys the feels aspect and the mental health aspect of spin and working out, then I'm most likely the right coach for you. (laughs) If you want somebody who's already found some success in this area and you have access to them and it's at an affordable price, then I'm probably the coach for you. But if you, this is not within your means right now, then there's tons of free resources. And I would really encourage you just to come to the webinar, get the free downloadable PDF, ask me anything you want at the end with a Q and a, um, and get to know all of these five areas a little bit more. That's it friends. So the link to register is in the show notes. I would love to see you there. I hope you have an, I hope you have an amazing day and just remember, yes, you can. (laughs) 